Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. <I'm> ready. <laughs> Let's get it out of your system. Yeah. All here right. we go. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Kai. And I'm a little drunk. And I'm a little high. And, and this, this is why we weird. Regular version. Regular version. We're, We're back. back in our native habitats. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and issue my apology statement, like right off the bat. Right off um, the bat. Yeah. Just so we all, you know, I have to get it off my chest. Um, this will be coming at you two episodes later. So I'm sorry if you thought you would get an apology in the previous episode, but you know, if you're a seasoned fan, we recorded these two at a time, so I wasn't able to fit it into that one. However, I was listening to our previous episode, and Emily made a really, um, or gave us a really fun fact about if you put humans into a blender, we would all be like, what, what are we? And time, like, a, a, like a blob that was in a blob. card, yeah. And then I said, it would just be a big pink ball of Play-Doh. And then I said, what the fuck kind of white person shit did I just say? Because that would actually be a beautifully tie-dyed piece of Play-Doh. It would not just be pink. (laughs) You're so right. Yes. So I apologize for making that statement and just assuming we would all come out pink. We would be a beautiful tie-dye Play-Doh. Yeah. Isn't that so funny the way that like... It's just, it's in there. Like, even when you've, like, you're really consciously aware of it in your life, it's still Mm -hmm. just in there. And it, like, comes out. And, like, I totally did not even second guess or, like, think about it when you said that. So, like, you know, same for not even, like, recognizing it at the time. And, like, just totally glossing over it, you know. (laughs) So, yeah. Because I, too, am a white bitch. And, like, we totally you know, have our blind spots and we have our privilege that like, I think we're both like engaged in trying to actively deal with. Um, but yeah, humans mm, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> fucked up. And I'm sorry, please don't cancel us. Yeah, we and Not you know, what? like, yeah, like we probably will like things like that will happen. You know, like you're if you're yeah. just if you're just getting a little bit fucked up and then like talking like sometimes yeah again, you're gonna I was not in my normal misspeak man so like that is a thing that happens and like and we definitely can't guarantee nothing like that will ever happen again but we can guarantee that we will own it yes we will own it and we will do better yeah we'll learn hopefully yeah that's what matters. um I also want to just say a fun fact <laughs> Mostly for you, Emily. Fun but, fact. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good like segment. Fun fact. We'll do um, bringing it back to our uh, foot foot episode. My part foot foot. foot. Um, lately, when I have been teaching like intro to hoop, we have it set really low to where you do like one foot at a time. So every time I'm like, we'll go foot foot and foot foot and then I just start thinking about the fucking foot foot and then I'm like foot 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 and I made all my students today listen to that song because I was like you need to understand what's happening in my brain right now because you don't you have no idea what's happening you just think it's I think it's funny when I say foot twice (laughs) 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 I think they're really confused no they're probably more confused than ever now you should just play the episode during your class yeah I'll explain but you just have to listen to it. 
can you imagine this like bullshit song in the back? My like first time students ever to Ariel, and I'm like, we're gonna listen to yeah, a podcast like, episode. What is what is any of this? This cannot be normal. <laughs> oh man, that is really funny. I figured you would enjoy, and you might be I the do. only person, and maybe our our uh, loyal listeners. Yeah, our loyal our listeners, fan base, our strong fan base. Um, so speaking of fun facts, this whole episode, um, this is going to be like our little like science corner kind of mm-hmm. like we are doing a top like we're doing a topic instead of like a piece of media. Yes. And it's one of our well, it's in the realm of one of our favorite types of topics. Which has to do with animals because yeah. we both love animals. Love and animals. Weird animals. All of them. Yeah. yeah. And animals are so weird. I mean, it's really wild. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And our specific topic today is nothing other than the mating of animals or some like interesting slash what could be considered weird mating facts. Weird about- animal sex. Yes. Oh, I like that. Weird animal sex. Sounds like a game show. It's it's yes. it's, it's, it's the Welcome newest reality show. Wide weed weird. This week on Wide Weed Weird, we have weird animal weird sex. Animal sex. <laughs> exactly. That's great. We could have a whole thing. I'm just like imagining all these like complex segments we'll have when we have a daytime talk show. Yes. One day, someday, we no one will hire us for daytime. We'll definitely be. No, you're right. This is night, a nighttime, nighttime show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the world will ever be ready for us on daytime. Like, we couldn't not swear. So it would just be like the beeps would be so weird. Yeah, basically. Beep. Beep, 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 beep. Exactly. Um, so, do you, do you want to start or should I? Um, that's a great question. Why don't you start? All right. I'm going to open us up with... Um, it's not the same as the animal that we talked about a few weeks ago, but it's in the same family. And I think it's an equally awesome, weird animal. It is the cuttlefish. Um, not cuddle, like cuttlefish, but like <laughs> cuttlefish. Cause they've got this like bone that looks like a cuddle. Um, Wait, I'm not even sure I know. What I, a yeah, cuddle no, is. I'm I learning. Was, I don't right know now. what a cuddle <laughs> is either. Um, I thought I did. I don't remember now. I, it might be a part of a ship. Maybe. Does that sound I'm right? Actively googling what I am. Okay, fact check. Fact check. A, <laughs> a cuttlefish. On our what means cuttle? <laughs> bully? Ruffian cuttle. Was it a bully? I don't think so. Um, I don't know how to discover this. What is a cuttle? Cuttle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, listeners, but it's always important to have at least one fact. fact Exactly. It's very important. I've had like half a beer and I can't even speak straight already. Um, I mean, we're one fact in and we're already like, wait, I actually don't know this. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing really good. I have no idea what a cuddle is. You know how exhaustively we research our episodes and how carefully we like write them out and rehearse them. (laughs) (laughs) I have zero. Knife? That sounds right. Like a sharp thing. Nice. Like the little, the little bone thing in them is like a little sharp thing. 
Um, so yeah, we we don't really know. We have no idea what a cuddle is. It may or may not have to do with a boat. It might be a knife. Um, do you know what a cuddle is? Please let us know. Leave us anyway, a voice memo. Please leave us a voice memo about what cuddles are in cuddlefish. I mean, oh. we know it's both, but like, what are they named after? Uh, anyway. Hello, this is... Okay, it's not actually future Emily. It's still past Emily because you won't be listening to this for about 24 hours. But in terms of when we recorded the podcast, it's future Emily. I just wanted to pop in and say I'm about to talk about um, cuttlefish sex, but I'm going to do it in a confusing way by talking about octopus sex first. So I just want to say that what I am describing in terms of like the shoving of the sperm into the siphon that I'm about to say, that is octopus sex. Cuttlefish do it super similarly. They also don't have a penis or a vagina, but it's a little bit different because they use the special arm with the sperm on it to shove the sperm into the lady cuttlefish's mouth. Um, So good on them for knowing about oral sex, I guess. That just makes it even weirder. Enjoy. So the cuttlefish, like just like anatomically speaking, they're similar to the octopus. They don't have a penis or a vagina or anything like that. Um, the male has like a special tentacle that the sperm just kind of come out of and like form a little packet. And then he takes the little packet in that arm and he like shoves it like down the females like siphon. These names are lost on me. Right. So the siphon is what they, you know how they can jet water around? Mm-hmm. The siphon is what they suck the water in through. Oh, so they suck the sperm in. Yeah. Well, I mean, he like just shoves it in there. Like it's not. Okay. It's not super uh, reciprocal. I mean, but it has to be a little bit. A but little that's the maybe? thing. It's like it also has to be a little bit like because, I mean, she'll just kill him and eat him. Um, But she often does kill him and eat him after he does it. Like, she'll just yank the arm off and, like... But it doesn't matter, because even if she doesn't, as soon as they mate, um, they die, basically. They just do. It's wild how many animals die after they mate. They fuck and they're done. That's it. They fucked around, they found out. They fucked around, they found out. About the afterlife. (laughs) Yeah, like that. So, you know, there's there's that kind of anatomical thing. Um, but they also have, like, they're very, like, octopuses are these super solitary animals. And, like, you know, they just, they only ever seek out another octopus, like, this one time when they mate, whatever. Cuttlefish, um, like, they have a whole, like, the male, like, the males, like, try to, like, woo the females into their little house. And they're like, look at me, um, big, strong, cool dude, come on into my house. And then they, they'll kind of, like, get a whole harem together in there, like, like a bunch of them. And then, you know, they all do the thing. Um, but there's some male cuttlefish are not, like, big, big, tough, impressive cuttlefish. And so they can't, they are not successful when they try to, like, herd the ladies into their house. Oh. But they kind of look like a lady. So what they do is they go up to one of the big cuttlefish that has a big group of lady cuttlefish and they act like a lady and he herds them in. And then while he's out there trying to get more ladies, he fucks all the ladies. Shut up. I know. (laughs) I know. Isn't that fucking wild? Wild. That's incredible. (laughs) How is this a thing? That's amazing. (laughs) The little guy wins. Yeah. Yeah. He wins sex with all the ladies. (laughs) And I guess the ladies, like, don't care that he's not a big guy. They're just like, oh, all right, you're here. There's sperm, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's so strange. Animal sex is weird. 
Yeah. Animal just, like, sex is okay. weird. Yeah. It's just such a different thing. Like, and I do think like, is animal sex weird or is people sex weird? You know? That's a great question. Like their sex is very straightforward and to the point. It is yeah, it's like we're accomplishing only... this survival yeah. task. Exactly. And ours is, well, at this point, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's there's so like, there's so much baggage. Happening. Yeah. Even like even in like a very like casual and like you know, mute like mutually casual encounter, mm-hmm. like it's still like there's still I feel like so much there. There is. And there there's so many layers. It's we wild. can't talk about human. Wow, sex. we can't get into that. That's gonna be a oh, whole God. episode that's on its own. We can't even that's get into another that. Another topic. No. <laughs> um so that was your cool cuttlefish sex um situation with the yeah. side of octopus sex. With the side of octopus. Because <laughs> you know we love the octopus. We, can't we love the octopus. Cool. Um okay. So is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. So I was going to talk about um, some bees, specifically honeybees. Honeybees, you know them, you love them. We love the bees, save the bees. The bees aren't always saving themselves, but that's okay. Um, I, like, know the details (laughs) of this, but I forget on occasion. Um, So I might have to use some some cliff notes. We don't, we're not, you know, we're down for that. Um, but basically, we have, like, the queen, our queen bee, right? Um, and so I'm just going to kind of maybe help read us through this to make sure I get all of the facts correct and I don't have to issue another apology statement in the next two <laughs> episodes or so. Um, so basically, we have a virgin queen, and she is going to fly to where we have thousands of male honeybees waiting, and she'll mate with several males in flight, which first off, like, can you imagine flying and having sex at the same time? No. That feels like no. a lot of work. The coordination required feels to me unrealistic. It does. It seems to say the least. a lot. Like, I couldn't. I'm imagining now, like, the human version, if you're walking and having sex, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> we would have to it's true. Foot. Even if you left step foot. it back from walking. Left foot. Left foot. Oh, God. No <laughs> way. Right. Anyways, so um, they're going to be mating while flying, which is already weird. But basically, the male is going to insert his endophallus, and he will ejaculate the semen inside of the female everything's normal okay. up until that sounds point, about right yeah. right regular fine whatever wrong when the male honeybee pulls away he is then basically ripped of his penis and the remaining uh, oh, sorry, it like stays inside the now fertilized queen and so then uh well let's see how many will does she just run around with like a bunch of phalluses endophalluses <laughs> oh no okay so here we go the next male honeybee is going to remove (laughs) the previous little bee peen and then do his own situation so okay so you want to be the last bee yes like you don't want to be first like you want to let everybody else go Mm -hmm. yes and it says that the male honeybees are able to mate seven to ten times during a mating flight which feels like a lot, but um, because then he loses his little peen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But after they're made, they have mated, they die very quickly because their abdomen rips open <laughs> when the little peen gets ripped off of him. Um, wow, that is fucking violent. Right? <laughs> Isn't that very violent? Um, I guess some do survive, but then they are ejected from their nests because oh they have served whole purpose. Wow. That's like yeah. some dark shit. They're Isn't like, it? no, you were meant to die. Like, there is right. no life here for you anymore. And I, I, deep inside of me do love that it's the man. <laughs> like, you have served your purpose. I can raise these children on my own. Goodbye, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, I just needed the genetic material. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and then, it, like, the whole, like, birth process, or whatever you would call it when they lay an egg, uh, is also interesting. So this queen will store up to a hundred million sperm inside of her oviducts, but only five to six million are stored within the queen's spermatica. I say these words as if I know what they're talking about. It just seems like longer words for the things that are inside of humans. Yeah, spermatica. it kind of does seem that way. Spermatica, spermatica. Anyways, um. So the, uh, the, oh, okay. I'm learning things as I'm telling you. I'm so, I'm sorry, listeners. I didn't do my homework well. Um, but she only uses a few of the sperm at a time in order to fertilize fertilize eggs throughout her life. Okay. So she'll just lay an egg and be like, hmm, I want you. You just shoots the little sperm that she's stored up to the egg. That's wild. And then if she runs out of sperm in her lifetime, out of 100 millions of sperms, then the new generations of queens will mate and produce their own colonies. Now, when she has laid an egg, she can control the sex of the offspring. Wait, after she's laid it? Yeah. That's crazy. As eggs pass through the ovary into the oviduct, or maybe she hasn't laid it. Okay, yeah, it's still internal, but it's, like, coming down the chute. Whether your egg is fertilized or not. Unfertilized eggs become drone honeybees. So I think they're just, like, the workers. Fertilized eggs develop into female workers and queens. Female workers do not mate, but they can lay infertile eggs, which in turn become male honeybees. It's so complicated. Wait, wait, they lay infertile eggs that... Mm-hmm. Are so fertile? if you, if you, I think so. I think it's like it has not been fertilized by the queen. Yeah. Then you're just a male. You ain't shit. That's a- so crazy. Isn't it weird? I, I remember in the Museum of Sex, they there was something about how like honey, like bees, like effectively have like three sexes, like not like. Like, mm-hmm. the way that we have, like, most people are one, you know, are one of two. Obviously, there's, like, a significant population of people who are intersex. There are, in fact, as many intersex people as there are people with um, green eyes, like, percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not even that rare. But, um, you know, in theory, it's like we've got, the, we've got the big gamete and the small gamete. And you need one of each to do the thing. They literally just have three sexes. Like, it doesn't make sense to define them as only having two. Like, we try, it's right. like we try to force our binary onto them, and it doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. We need to do better for the bees. We do. Poor bees. I wonder how they identify themselves. 
I think probably just as like a single super organism, right? Like they're like yeah, all high. I think they say, I'm a worker, I'm a queen, and I'm a mater. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how they identify as yeah. their job role. Yeah. Anyways, wild honeybees ripping shit. Absolutely wild. Violent. It's violent uh, and the- violent, inclusive. <laughs> it's um it's a lot of things. It's a lot. But at the end of the day, you need all of them, all of those sexes, or whatever we want to call them, to make that honeybee hive function properly. Yeah, they all play a role. Mm-hmm. Everyone's important. <laughs> that's, the, that's the goal. <laughs> okay, so the other animal I want to talk about is um, seemingly a less weird animal in some ways um, than the cuttlefish, right? Like the cuttle, like cat, like cats what is bats about cats um they don't they don't have a w-shaped pupil like the cuttlefish does they can't like match colors and match patterns um with their skin like without being able to see color with their eyes as far as we can tell uh they um you know they stick their tentacles real fast and (laughs) grab shit when they're hunting and it's like actually i think in that way they're similar to cats um anyway Cat sex is indeed weird. Um, not like, and it's weird, like the the activity itself, how they go about it, is like a little weird, like not the weirdest. Um, but then, like, the genetic feats cats are capable of uh, in in their pursuit of having a lot of offspring are like frankly impressive. Um, so the lady cat, um, the 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 big gamete cat, <laughs> cats don't have gender. Um, Goes into heat, you know, um, basically once the weather warms up um, and it's warm enough to raise a litter, she, that like triggers her to go into heat. And so then she will exhibit like if, if you got like a pet cat who's doing this, it's so obnoxious. Um, they exhibit this like very <laughs> like, it's like, girl, you're so thirsty. You need to chill. Like just screaming and rolling around and yeah. lifting their butt up in the air and just like please anyone (laughs) like just like really desperate um for some action and then like if they're outside and and there's guys around like they'll come from far and wide and then there's like a big fight and then like they like basically everybody gets a turn like (laughs) it's it's really yeah it's it's a pretty wild um the cat the the male the penis the cat penis is barbed Mm-hmm. And that is what actually triggers the female to ovulate. She doesn't ovulate until the pain of the barred penis withdrawing triggers her to ovulate, um, which is a wildly effective strategy, right? Like, if every time you have sex, you are triggered to ovulate, you're going to get pregnant almost every time because the egg's always there when the sperm is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's wild, you know. So, of course, they pretty much always get pregnant. They can carry... And because, like, there's all these cats, you know, all having this big orgy situation, um, it's not uncommon for different kittens in the same litter to have different dads. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, right? Um, interesting. Another little, this isn't really about, like, sex per se, but just, like, the genetics are interesting. The orange and the black co- coat color genes... They travel on um, the X chromosome. So the mm-hmm. only way a cat can have both black and orange in their coat is if they have two X chromosomes. Mm-hmm. So like 
there's a few rare, like seemingly male um, calicos and tortoiseshell cats out there, but they're all like infertile because they're like XXY or like they're like, um, they're intersex. Interesting. Wow, cats. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, um, cats can also carry two litters at different stages of development at the same time. What? Yeah, like they can be triggered to go into heat when they're already pregnant and they'll ovulate again and they'll just have like more babies. Man, and apparently, as fuck. Yeah, it's just like, it's like, you guys, can you slow your roll a little bit? Like, whoa, Real. damn. Why don't you share some of that skill with like the pandas or something? Like, right. damn. <laughs> Like, they're just so good at having babies. Do they have, like, multiple uteruses then? No. They're just in there. I don't, I don't honestly know, like, how frequently that is, like, successful, that they manage to only deliver the right litter, or, like, mm-hmm. maybe one litter is born a little premature, but close enough to survive, or, like, yeah, I don't know how, like, often that works out, like, how high the survival rate is. Uh-huh. Or if, like, they can somehow only birth some and not all of them. As far as my understanding of how uteruses work, I don't think that could happen. Yeah. Interesting. That's very bizarre. Imagine, like, having a baby. And then all of a sudden, a month later, surprise, there's another. You do it all over again. Terrible. Crazy. Terrible. Oh, and one more fun little cat genetic factoid. You know how, like, there's it's really common for a cat to be, like, one color or a couple colors on top. And then, like, uh-huh. their paws are white and their belly's white. Mm-hmm. And little, like, white snout. Like, little tuxedo cat look. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so cute. Mm-hmm. So when cats um, are in utero and they're developing and their pigment is developing, the genes for color, like, like, like all, of, all of the DNA, like, kind of moves down from, like, like the spine like the spine is like kind of the first embryonic structure and then everything kind mm-hmm. of like um, so the color genes start spreading out and they basically come down from the spine and wrap around the cat and if there's not enough color genes and the cat runs out is that when that becomes white yeah that's where <laughs> there's no color genes. that's so funny I'm staring at captain right now who's like half gray and yeah. then Kim, I can see it it's like you, you, you ran back. out. You ran he out. He ran out. Halfway. He used it all up. <laughs> he had low pigmentation. Poor little thing. Yeah, we always joke about it with R two because Iris is like this very rich red and, and dark like black, but then her mm-hmm. belly and her paws are white, and we're just like, "Yep, Iris just like didn't give a shit. She <laughs> dumped all the color out all at once and used it up. Didn't like finish the job." And then Irene is this, like, really muted, diluted, like, blue-gray and, like, cream. And we're like, no, Irene. Irene was responsible and, like, carefully. <laughs> we can learn a lot color. from that. Yeah. But um, because she did that, she's not as, like, frank. wisely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Which is not really how it works, I don't think. No, but, but it's who knows? to think about. <laughs> you know, like, the fact that the first part is actually true makes the second part feel plausible to me. Right. <laughs> And does that determine their personality, you know? Yeah, like what? I mean, there is definitely, like, you know, a uh, a a apocryphal or maybe not apocryphal kind of sense that, like, calico cats are, like, snotty and, like, have attitude. Yeah. So there may be more. Like, if I think 
about Savage. I'm pretty sure she's she's mostly colored. And she is a little, like, you know, standoffish. <laughs> Maybe she yeah. thinks she's better than the rest of us. Maybe. And Captain's just, like, a little dirt baby. Oh, I love and him. He, he's, he's such so a good baby. And sweet. He is. He's just curled up right now with his tail and his eyeball. Oh. So cute. Yeah. And he's half white. So, yeah, maybe Even something about, like, the color genes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So it's what happens if you have an all-white cat? They had no color ever? No. Well, they've got it in their eyeballs un- unless oh. – because I don't think – um, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, often blue cats do have, like, blue eyes. So I think yeah. it is, like, just really blonde people. Like, they just have very little pigment. They also, oh, the other thing is white cats with blue eyes are very commonly deaf, and we don't really know why. Really? Yeah. So, like, something about that gene combination. Um, so they don't get color. They don't get hearing. Yeah. All they get is blue eyes. Yeah. Sometimes they have one blue and one green, which I love. Mm. Very pretty. Pretty kitties. That's cute. Yeah, so but, that's uh, that's all my cat gene facts. I love cats. They're weird creatures. Weird little babies. Um, I have... Okay, going off the, the rail a little bit, I just remembered about elephant seals. Oh, and man. I don't have facts, but I have... Um, I have experience watching... <laughs> elephant seals mate in real life have sex in real life yes when i was visiting my brother in california he lives near like the place in california where the elephants go to do their mating ri- oh sorry the elephant seals go to do the mating the famous ritual. californian elephants <laughs> yes <laughs> they're elephants the elephant seals um first off they they make quite some noises that are Amazing. If you ever get the chance and you are in the Bay Area in California, you need to go see the elephant seals. They are absolutely my favorite. Oh, it's on my bucket list. Forget it. That is so they are so interesting. There is some slight trauma if you are there during mating season. So you want you do want to go when like the big male elephant seals are there because they are the ones that have the little trunk nose. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you go at the right time, you also get to see like the little babies that have just oh, been born. Baby. Yeah, so cute. But when the elephant seals go to mate, it is like maybe I should insert a trigger warning. <laughs> it's a little bit traumatic, but basically they go up behind a female who might just be there minding her own damn business, like Squidward, like Donald Duck. She is just trying to fucking chill. And this elephant seal will go up behind her and, like, dig his mouth into her and, like, pin her down as he attempts to go at it. And then she'll be like, making all these noises. And so you're like, oh, my it, Yeah, God. like, it doesn't sound like she's having a good time. No, I don't think this is oh, consensual. Man. And then he will just keep, like, lifting his head up and then biting down on her. And it's very... It's wild. Yeah, that's that's a little... I mean, like, and, you know, it's like, I know, like, they're animals, and it's different, and, like, we're projecting, like, a level of, like, suffering onto them mm-hmm. that, like, they're probably not having. 
but still it doesn't look like it's much fun and like that sucks right and they're all just like big blub big little blubber babies and so they don't move well (laughs) they can do about five pounces and then they all have to stop and take a break that's definitely gonna be the title of this episode big little (laughs) blubber babies that's what they are big little that's what that's what our followers are going to be called that's like the name our big little blubber baby (laughs) big little blubber baby (laughs) y'all thought maybe you'd get called like the foot foots or something no no (laughs) (laughs) you are our big little blubber baby on blubber baby enjoy it yeah but that's all i have to say on that that matter yeah that's wild it's just like it's quite wild to watch um and then i have some bizarre facts for us to all listen to and talk about (laughs) that are really fun i think unless emily you have something else to discuss before i spit facts no i think we're ready to spit back spit and street fire all right number one banana slugs mate using penises on their head you know why not why not they're like they're like unicorns but with a penis yes it's like putting just putting a strap on on your head why are they not called penis unicorn slugs that's a great question yeah banana, banana slug you could have had penis unicorn slugs. Yeah, someone needs to start that banana. Wow. Um, it also does say, okay, the scientific. Okay, well, maybe we spoke too soon. Um, the scientific name for one species of banana slug is, oh God. Um, we're gonna just go for it here. Areoli max dolichophallus. The wow. second part of which means long penis. Because they can grow up to six to eight inches long. A penis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the entire length of the slug's body. <laughs> how, that, how does that make sense? I don't that know. That means the slug is, is twice that long, man. <laughs> That's incredible. That's wild. The penises grow out of pores in the head. Wow. So interesting. No part of this makes sense. It isn't unusual for the penis of one slug to get stuck inside the other. Oh, I feel like that's kind of normal sometimes. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah. Oh, but this is fun. The slug on the receiving end will eat the penis that's stuck inside it. Oh, oh cool. I the love snack. Animals. Yeah, they're like <laughs> bonus. Nom nom nom. <laughs> but wait, right. like, is that it then? Like, well, too bad. Or like, can they grow I- another penis? I don't know. It, that is where the facts end for that one. Wow. So we'll never know. We'll never know. But now we know but if that you they know. have long ass... Tell us! <laughs> yeah, we de- definitely like, fill in the blanks, know. man, Like on the information we are missing. Yeah. If, and if you know any animals we have left out, because I know there's a ton, and we know we can't do all of them, or we'll be here for years, but if you are like, wow, how did you miss out on this specific animal, leave us a voice memo. Yep. Yep. I mean, we could probably make this like a regular thing. Like, weird. Oh, sex. absolutely. Tell us what to do. Um, and with that, spit and facts number two: mouse sperm is bigger than elephant sperm. Which oh basically my God. isn't that wild? It's just longer, is what I, I have understand. literally always wondered. Like. 
if animal sperm is at all proportional to the size of the animal. And I was just imagining like blue whale sperm being the size of like fish and just like you're in the ocean, like this stupid sperm is just like bumping into you. That's funny. I've never once contemplated it. Yeah, that's definitely one of those things. I just I assumed it was always just like weird, stupid goo. Which I think it is because I think sperm have to be always like only one cell and cells can only get so big. So yeah, can't believe it took me that long to realize that. I also think it's really funny that sperm just like shoots out. It's just like, <laughs> volcano. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Erupting. Erection, eruption. Um, all right. So that's that one. I don't feel like we need to talk too much about that. Um, no, they're longer. Is- that's interesting. Fun. Yeah. Elephant penises are prehensile, which means that it is so big that the males can rest on it like it's a leg. And I will say that I have, in fact, seen a male elephant penis and like Disney safari ride and that shit was fucking huge oh you know i i I too have seen an elephant penis and it's like this is concerning it's long it's (laughs) it is so it is okay it can when erect it can weigh in at 66 pounds and be more than three feet long and it can move it around and use it to scratch hard to reach places yes i saw this it was like a little elephant and he was like waving his trunk around like just doing cute things with it and then he also was like waving his penis around and it was just like what <laughs> this is crazy that's so funny but why not if you're why not you know why not like we are sex positive yeah. Sonny's having a good time little guy you might as well scratch an itch it's healthy for him scratch the other itch to explore so this one's super fun um, there's one Australian marsupial who has sex until it dies, which we know already about animals that have sex and then die because they've made or they've like mated and then they've completed. But this animal is literally so horny and has so much sex that it dies because of that. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it, the animal is called an antechinus. It's just Antichinus. a little mouse. A little marsupial mouse. So it marsupial. just like finds that special someone and it just like <laughs> frantically goes mm-hmm. to town until it dies. Yeah. So it says by the time they hit 11 months old, males have produced all the sperm they will create in their short little baby lives. And the next couple weeks, they'll go at it for up to 14 hours at a time with one female before moving on to another. Over and over again until How is that necessary? <laughs> I don't At what know. point do they ejaculate? Oh this is terrible. Do they ejaculate oh like over and over again? Oh my god, they just literally fuck until they can't do anything else. So the male's fur will fall out. He'll bleed internally. He'll get oh gangrene and any number of other infections ultimately dying before he reaches one year so yeah (laughs) i want to be clear that like i'm a lesbian i know all about like marathon sex and like sex till you like stumble out of bed just to find whatever you can find in the fridge to refuel and then like you go back again like why don't you brag about it a little more (laughs) (laughs) which guys may not not bitter about it at all um (laughs) 
that's 14 hours straight is insane and like and like the sex that I'm picturing this little guy having I'm assuming he's just jackhammering away you know know. like it's not like he's doing different activities taking turns like that's insane that's so much wow between 30 and 50 percent will live to produce two litters oh no that's that's the female that's the female I think that the men are fucked they fuck until they're fucked. Yeah, and they find out about the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> but they literally just fuck around until they find out. Like, Yeah. They're not even fucking around. They're just, like, fucking They're fucking, 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 fucking. And then all of a sudden, There's nothing they're like bleeding internally. Exploring. Yeah, they go bald and bleed internally. Yeah. That is <laughs> bananas. That is really something. Wow. Unpleasant. All right. Uh, next fact. Um, I don't know how interesting it is, but naked mole rats have deformed sperm. Mostly just think of sperm as like goo and then it has little swimmy babies that go swim around, but it's just kind of like, and then, so I don't think much about the shape of sperm. Well, and actually like all animals have deformed sperm, like men's sperm samples often have deformed sperm among them. Yeah. So I guess they're just small and have multiple heads or are shaped oddly. Or maybe they um, mean like all their sperm are weird. Yeah, I think that because that's be the interesting thing. and weird. Only fifteen percent of them can swim, and only one percent can move quickly. I don't know. They so, don't have a very high fertility rate, I wouldn't think. No, but then this is, like, one of those things that makes me think, like, we're, like, oh, naked morats have, like, deformed weird sperm, but is that just because we're comparing it to a human sperm, and humans aren't the center of everything, mm-hmm. so maybe that's just regular sperm for them. Maybe they're yeah. aliens, and they come from We don't else. know. Maybe the aliens said, here, have these things. Have some that's like weird cute. sperm. Or maybe their sperm wasn't deformed until we started doing, like, I don't know, nuclear testing or some shit. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure it's not their fault. That also feels plausible. I don't plausible. think we can be judging. Uh, I don't have any evidence for that theory, but it feels plausible. So. That's all I'm um, saying. All right. Number seven in our, our spitting facts is female neotrogla penetrate the males. I think a neotrogla is a fly-like insect that lives in the caves of Brazil. Okay. And basically all it is saying is it has opposite genitalia, which again, I don't find like that weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's just like what is correct for them. Yeah. Like hyenas, the female, maybe they're on this list or hyenas on the list. Um, yeah. However, this is fun. Like, I don't know why they didn't say this one out loud. The insects get it on for up to 70 hours as the male transfers sperm. So I guess the male still has sperm. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's typically how they define it, is like small gametes or large gametes. Yeah. Um, and then if the two are separated during copulation, the male's insides will be ripped out, much like a little honeybee. So they, so like, wait, that seems to suggest that if they wait the whole 17 hours... <laughs> Till the the insect is done, then it won't rip them apart. 
Yeah, that's what I am assuming. Which maybe it's not like you have to do 70 hours, but it could last up to 70 hours. So at some point, the, the female's like, listen, I'm really sorry, dude. I know this sucks for you, but like, I really have places to be. You got to wrap this up or I'm leaving. That seems like if we are comparing this to the human, feels correct. Like, okay, sir. <laughs> You're going to have to ejaculate or like, can, I'm going to have to go be- to sleep. Can you be done now? Like, I'm yeah. really... <laughs> I'm over it. We tried. Yeah. But maybe it's the male. It could be the male who says, okay, I've had enough. I will just sacrifice. Like, no, no, sacrifice. it's fine. I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that he dies, though. Oh, maybe, maybe he's he okay. just walks around with no insides. I mean, when you put it like that, <laughs> he probably dies. <laughs> Uh, probably, but who knows? Um, all right, and I have one more spitting straight facts for you. This one is kind of fun. Monogamy makes for small gorilla penises. Which, when you hear that, you think first off, that's because a male gorilla maybe he, you know, finds his life mate and mates for life. Incorrect. I think monogamy was maybe not the word we meant here. Um, <laughs> what basically it is saying is in different like species of primates, um, there are males who will have to like uh, compete for a female to mate with. And because of that competition, they have bigger genitalia to like, you know, have a one up. Because in gorilla society... Male silverbacks mate with many females who are all monogamous to him. There is no competition, so he has a tiny penis. Oh, yeah, he's not monogamous then. No, that's not what monogamous That's not what that word means. No. What the hell? I'm so, so, what we are saying is because he is not, he has no competition, he gets a little baby penis. Yeah. So that is that fact wild um yeah which i feel like sometimes i'm like does that mean like men in the world who just get it really easily do they all have small penises i hope so (laughs) (laughs) there you know it does feel like there'd be some justice in that possibly no yeah it's not fair if you are really attractive and have a giant dick or maybe it is who who am i to judge who could know um oh i did want to mention hyenas just like honorable mention yeah um a hyenas are awesome because they're a matriarchal species so like that's fucking cool um they also have a pseudo penis um like they're they're like clitoris is huge and like gets erect Mm. and the the downside to this is that it's really hard for them to give birth through this thing so, like, there, it's more common for them to die in childbirth than other species. Oh, poor little hyenas. I know, but they have, like, this cool, like, like pseudo-pedis, and then the males are, like, very submissive. It's, like, it's just, I don't know, I feel like it just goes to show you that, like, there is no inherent, like, men are not it's, inherently right. better or it's, stronger. Like, it's just, a, you know, species by species and, you know... Some exactly. cultures are fucked that way. Like it's not, it's not an inherent truth. 
Mm-hmm. We have a lot to learn from animals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't really want to learn much from the animals in terms of how to have sex, though, because they have sex in really weird ways. <laughs> they do. Yeah. We probably shouldn't follow most of those ways. No. We should stick to what we know best. Those ways aren't the answer. Yeah. No. Let's not. It's like, you know, even though sometimes you want to, we really shouldn't rip off people's penises. No, we really shouldn't. There might be some cases where you should, but most of the time we shouldn't. Yeah. It is a general, it is a good general rule that you should not do that. Yeah. We don't want that. And it's depending on how you feel about your life, but don't ever feel pressured to be in a fake monogamous relationship with one gorilla. Mm-hmm. And a thousand other gorilla. Definitely don't ever feel pressure to be in a fake monogamous relationship. And, like, also don't feel pressure to be in a monogamous relationship or a non-monogamous relationship. Like, find the relationship whatever that suits you and stick structure that. works for you is you good and beautiful and can be healthy and can teach you so much and can give you great experiences with partners and like you know i mean obviously every relationship structure can also be toxic and suck um case by case basis but yeah like you like you do you man do whatever you want i feel like by the end of our episodes we always have some really like fulfilling advice yeah i feel like we do kind of end up in a profound place you know yeah we always bring it back to something like a little nice a little heartwarming yeah, I, I feel guess. like we do. It's great. Yeah. And on We're that good. note, um, <laughs> you know, you know about the about the voice memos that we whine about every week. You just got to go to anchor.fm slash wine weed weird. So easy. Or if you listen on Spotify, you literally just like open up your Spotify app and pull us up and the link is there in the in the show description. So like. You know, it's not hard. It's not hard to do the right thing. No. Um, you can also get on that Twitter. You can slide into our DMs uh, at Wine Mean Weird. You can email us episode suggestions or reflections or thoughts. Uh, Weird at gmail.com. Like, you know, we're here. We want to hear about stuff. Um, also, hey, like if you're having a good time with us every week, uh, get out there and rate and review, you know, the five stars, uh, write the things, funny things. We like funny things. Mm-hmm. Other things. We mostly like funny things and weird things. Funny things and weird things. Exactly. Um, and yeah, you know, we'll see you next time. On Wine oh, so <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to join in. <laughs> Can we try that one more time? <laughs> yes, but I'm not promising I'm anything. Okay. Let's give it a five, six, seven, eight. Ready? Oh, okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Um, Wine. Wine. <laughs> we. I forgot what our podcast is called now. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Let's try all of it. The whole. Yeah, thing. I think that. I think you're right. I think that was my. You were actually doing fine. That was my phone. All right. So until next time, I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm Kai, and I've been a little drunk. And I've been a little high. And And this this is Wine Weed Weird. Best outro ever.